Good afternoon, everyone. It's Alyssa Corum and Ken Shreve here with a look at the market for Monday, March 27th. And on today's show, we're going to be taking a look at three stocks that are holding up in a day that we saw blue chips and small caps lead, Ken. Yeah, a little bit of selling in the technology sector. We had uh, large cap technology under some pressure and the leading tech stocks, which have, been, uh, excuse me, semiconductor stocks, which have been uh, leading the market, come under selling pressure today, but uh, all in all, not too bad a session. So let's uh, take a look at in the security software group, uh, take a look at Tenable. Uh, T-E-N-B is the symbol there. Uh, talk a lot about Elf Beauty in the field of cosmetics, but uh, group here, Ulta Beauty, U-L-T-A, uh, forming a new base here. Uh, right near its 50-day moving average, and finally, uh, Smartsheet in the enterprise software group. Yes, we'll get to those stocks, but first let's take a look at the major indexes with a mixed session today. And as you mentioned, Ken, uh, tech stocks not performing well with the NASDAQ lagging today, down about a half a percent. On the upside, we had the S&P 500 up two-tenths of a percent. The Dow up six tenths of a percent and into the close, uh, the Russell 2000 small cap index looking the strongest up about 1.1% on the heels of some positive news in the banking sector. Yes, uh, definitely sentiment was positive among uh, financials for a good portion of uh, the sentence. We saw a lot of big uh, big gainers in the regional bank uh, group. but uh, So it looks like uh, First Citizens uh, Bank shares. This is a uh, North Carolina bank. They're going to be buying a lot of the assets of uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Um, and so that has uh, sort of removed a layer of uncertainty there. And, you know, I think it, it seems overall that uh, uh, sentiment seems to be improving uh, in the financial sector and that uh, these fears of contagion uh, maybe aren't as uh, pronounced as they once uh, were. So this is, uh, you know, providing a nice little backdrop for, for stocks here. I think, uh, you know, the market is not out of the woods uh, yet. You know, just looking at the NASDAQ composite here, we see that 12,000 level being, uh, you know, pretty, pretty significant uh, resistance at this point. But, you know, the NASDAQ is just kind of taking a little breather here below 12,000. And, uh, it really wouldn't take much uh, for this index to start a new uh, uptrend here. So we'll uh, we'll stay optimistic. Right. Uh, continuing to uh, calm down and tighten up here. So like you said, a, a couple more days here might not be a bad thing and it wouldn't take much to see the NASDAQ back in rally mode. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 up on the day, but still hitting its head on the 50-day line which coincides with that 4,000 level. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, certainly what a what a technically challenged uh, index looks like here. But then again, you know, I mean, if we if we can get some sort of uptrend here and get just some some buyers coming in from the sidelines, it would not take much to break the S&P 500 out of its downtrend uh, here uh, as well. So that would entail, you know, breaking out over, you know, last week's high, uh, it's 50 day moving average, the 4000 level. So uh, we'll see. I mean, indexes are in a, in a pretty decent uh, spot here. Uh, still seeing pretty good action and a lot of a lot of leading growth stocks so while we're still in a correction uh, like I said it's not going to take uh, take much uh, to, to get this uh, market uh, going we'll just see if uh, mm -hmm. institutional uh, money has the courage to come in from the sidelines yes that'll be an interesting tell there we can also check in on the Dow briefly getting back above its 200 day line so that's good to see still below its high from last week and a lot of daylight between the Dow and the 50 day line, but 
it's uh, trying to make the case for a bottom here so it can start to move higher. And the Russell 2000, which is tracked by the IWM ETF, on the move today up about 1.1, 1 1.2% or so, it's been the most damaged. Uh, so trying to claw its way back here, Penn. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's interesting if you just want to go back to the Dow uh, the Dow chart for for a second because uh, this this index came down very very hard when it ran up to its 50 day moving average a few weeks ago and got turned away then yeah right in that area look at all the volume on the downside as this index uh, came down you know the market went into a correction it it uh, there was a lot of volume behind the downside and now as the index is is rallying here seeing some volume but you really do want to start to see some uh, if if this uh, if the market is ready to start a new uptrend here, we're going to need to see bigger you know blue volume bars here at least on the chart of the, of the Dow. And really, the same applies for for the small cap uh, index too. That came down in very very heavy volume. You look at IWM, and it's been uh, you know trying to, to, to trying to pick up the pace here. But we really need to see some some meaningful signs of accumulation here before we can believe uh, you know our rally is uh, or before we can put any, any any stock into a rally attempt here. So still challenges out there, but uh, really just looking for, you know, new signs of accumulation at this point and not, not seeing it yet, but, you know, it can take some time. Yeah, let's also check in on the NASDAQ 100. Here is QQQ, so down about seven-tenths of a percent today, so underperforming even the NASDAQ composite here. But all in all, when you look at this chart, uh, resistance at an expected level here, Ken, and not a whole lot of damage. I mean, Qs are still above their 10-day line. No, and at least with the Qs, I uh, look back a couple of weeks ago, you've got some nice up days as uh, that stock uh, or as QQQ rallied from that 285 level and then crossed the, the 300 level. It did that with some some pretty good uh, pretty good volume. It had a pretty bad reversal uh, last week in, in higher volume, but even today it looks like volume uh, pretty light. So I, I think there's still a lot to like about the, the technical picture, not only of the Qs, but of the NASDAQ uh, composite here. Had a little profit taking in a lot of uh, technology mm -hmm. stocks. Uh, today, but I would say that the cues and the composite are still uh, fighting a pretty good fight here. Yeah, and honestly, wouldn't even be bad to see a little bit more of a, a shakeout and pull back down to the twenty-one day line. And yeah, as long from as there. as long as it's doing it in in, in light volume yeah. and it's just kind of an orderly uh, pullback. Uh, yeah, you're right. It could come down to those short-term support levels. Could come down to the three hundred level and and mm -hmm. test. Uh, wouldn't take much uh, much to do that. But uh, I think technicals uh, here still are looking uh, pretty good. All right, we'll have to see. We also want to check in on chip stocks. Here's SMH. So uh, getting hit even harder still than the uh, various indices uh, that we've looked at. So SMH down 1.2%. But honestly, uh, Ken, with chip stocks leading as of late, it seems like it makes sense that they'd be due for a breather. Exactly. And this looks like a very uh, constructive orderly pullback uh, to me. You can see uh, down on, on Friday, volume was above average, but it uh, had a good close Friday, closed above its 10-day moving average, closed off its lows. Today, volume really quieted down, didn't didn't close uh, near its high, but kind of held the 10-day moving average, fell in light volume. So uh, not surprising to see SMH uh, having a, a pretty decent technical picture here, right along with the uh, the two NASDAQ indexes that we just talked about. Yeah. Let's also talk about gold. Here's GLB also finally taking a bit of a breather after two, uh, a couple of really strong weeks. So 
we saw gold up about uh, 6% or so two weeks ago and then held right at highs last week. So seeing it pull in a little bit, also not surprising here. And it finished off lows. Yeah, and the the weak dollar story is still uh, is still a real one, uh, especially if, if the Fed is really not going to be uh, raising rates uh, aggressively uh, as once thought, which seems to be uh, a pretty much a sure thing at this point that they're going to pause uh, sooner rather than later. That could keep a lid on the dollar and could continue to help uh, gold. So you can see the technical picture of UUP here. It's uh, you know recently got turned away at its 200-day moving average, gapped above the uh, the 50-day moving average on on Friday. Now it's uh, back below it. So this uh, still looks like it's on a, on a downtrend. And, uh, you know, typically the market uh, doesn't mind a, a, a weak dollar at all. So if we can get more weakness in this dollar, it's possible mm -hmm. we could continue to see gold outperform and uh, possibly see the indexes uh, continue to do well here. Yeah. And you uh, mentioned rates. So let's go briefly to the 10-year Treasury yield uh, shooting back up today to over the three and a half percent mark. Yeah, up 16 uh, basis points. I think it was a 3.54% at, at last check. So money uh, definitely uh, flowing out of bonds uh, today and uh, into into small caps. We mentioned that day of outperformance for uh, for small caps and financial stocks. So again, I, I think the market is is really not interested in seeing a precipitous drop to this 10-year yield. They can see the the 10-year yield kind of firm up here between three and a half percent, and maybe it's 50-day moving average. Uh, I think that would be a a good thing for the market. Okay. And now let's take a look at a couple of stocks on our radar, starting with Tenable, TENB, and the security software group, which we've seen improving in its rank. It is still 101 out of 197, but on the rise. And Tenable up about 2% two, uh, 2 today. Lighter than average volume, uh, but a compelling looking setup here, Ken. Yeah, definitely. And uh, also compelling fundamentals and technicals. So we really want to see both when we're evaluating a stock and we know that uh, you know Palo Alto Networks and and Fortinet. There's a lot a lot of strong performing stocks uh, in this group. And Tenable may not be a, a widely held name, but uh, you're right, Ali. It is in a, a good uh, good setup here, and it's got uh, it's got nice uh, you know annual earnings estimates. It's got that good uh, track record of growth. Uh, two straight quarters of triple digit uh, earnings growth, and uh, kind of coming off lows here, finding support at its 10 week moving average. And this looks like a a pretty good uh, flat base. Uh, here to me. So, you know, uh, technical setups like this need a need a good market, need need money coming in from the the, the, the sidelines to, to really work. So this one is still kind of biding time and in, in, in light, uh, mostly light, uh, light volume. Uh, but it's definitely a candidate to possibly come out of this uh, flat base. Mm -hmm. If we should, uh, you know, if we should get that uh, sign of strength that we're looking for in the indexes, and maybe we can start a confirmed uptrend here for the major uh, stock indexes. Right. And I believe the 17th, uh, wasn't that options expiration? Yeah, that, that big volume so. spike there was a Friday and that was yeah. uh, the day that options expired. And yeah, Tenable really didn't uh, move much yeah. on that day. So it didn't. Okay, let's also take a look at Ulta. We've been pivoting our focus to Elf Beauty a lot lately, but Ulta looking uh, like it wants to shine here as it gets back above. Not only it's a 50-day line, but the 21-day line and 10-day two all converging right here and clearing a declining tops trend line too. We didn't quite get the volume today though, Ken. 
Yeah, but, now vol um, volume has yeah volume's been pretty pretty quiet in this, and that does sort of jump out at you. The yeah. accumulation distribution rating on the uh, daily chart, you can see it's a it's a D, so that's not really great, and that tells you that over the past uh, three months or so, so you've probably seen more higher volume uh, declines than you have higher volume gains in this stock. And it is true that volume has really dried up in Ulta Beauty, even when it started moving over that four eighty three eighty level. You can see most of its gains when it crossed the five hundred level um, in really, really light, uh, light volume. So um, we'd like to see kind of more signs of accumulation here. This is a situation that a lot of stocks find themselves in right mm -hmm. now, kind of looking for meaningful signs of accumulation and, and not uh, seeing it. Uh, that said, Ulta is uh, forming a nice little flat base here right at its 50-day uh, moving average. Not surprised uh, to see it find uh, support here. You just switch over to the weekly chart and you'll see a stock that, you know, has been a, a, a really nice uh, price performer and has uh, been very stubborn about giving back uh, giving back those gains. So um, this is not the the growth uh, engine that it once uh, was. They're they're I wouldn't call them a mature company yet because they're still they're still expanding. But you can see their annual earnings are, are expected to kind of slow down here. But I think fundamentals overall uh, look pretty good mm -hmm. here, and it's a nice uh, nice flat base taking shape. Great. And last but not least, let's take a look at a smart sheet. This is in the enterprise software group ranked 91 out of 197. A really nice upside reversal for the stock on earnings a couple weeks ago. And uh, drilling down into the daily chart here, we can see a stock that is looking like it could soon make a move towards that round number of 50, but maybe it just needs a little handle pullback first. Yeah, this is just how you want to see a stock uh, setting up. So, I mean, Smartsheet's got the got the revenue growth. It's uh, it's kind of right on the verge of profitability. It's not quite uh, it's not quite there yet. And the weekly chart has got you know it's got those two big price bars from a couple of weeks ago. So it's a little wide and loose, but that was really just sort of it, the stock was volatile pre earnings, and then when they announced earnings, it really it really surged. So going back to the daily chart here, this is uh, exactly when you see a stock rising in heavy volume and showing some signs of accumulation. That's what Smartsheet did when it went through its 50-day uh, moving average to the upside. And now you look at this uh, This two-day decline has uh, come in very, very uh, light volume. In fact, its three latest dec declines have come in very, very light volume and uh, kind of sort of attention turning away from the stock here. So this is uh, another setup you want to uh, keep an eye on if these uh, enterprise software stocks continue to... It's, it's, it's really one of the great growth stories in the market right now, this enterprise software group. It's, you know, yeah, there are high PE stocks in this group, but there's also a lot of top line growth and uh, companies, like I said, just on the verge of profitability. So Smartsheet could could still work here, like the way it's pulling back in uh, in light volume and uh, you know looking pretty strong. Okay, thank you, Ken, and thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, so please join us, investors.com/ibd live for all the details on that. We'll see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.